What the H? What the H? What the H? Greetings fellow humanots, and Capitan here. What the H? As you may have guessed from the title of this particular podcast and from the intro there of three consecutive What the H's, this would be our, uh, our, uh, well, what do you want to call it? It's, a, it's an amazing uh, man who we're paying tribute to tonight, the great Norm MacDonald with me as always is the unprogrammable, unflappable mode Locrius. Loc? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm hearing some funny things, some funny things. But, yeah, I'm really excited about this one, uh, as you can tell. Uh, I don't know. What can you say? I thought maybe I could just read maybe from, from Wikipedia on this one and just get it kicked off with something official. Uh, Right here it says, uh, an American television journalist who is currently anchor of the CBS Evening News and a correspondence for 60 Minutes. I think you, I, she's worked with several mainstream media outlets. Wait a minute. Throughout her career. Well, no, no, no. a former co-anchor of CBS This Morning. It sounds, she's, just from this alone, it doesn't sound as funny as how you described I think I think we're earlier, talking about different people, but uh, you know something I don't. Chief White House correspondent. No. Nora O'Donnell. Nora O'Donnell, right here. No, 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 no. You're talking. You, you're. We're talking about different people here, uh, Mode. We're. Uh, you're talking about uh, a very unfunny individual named Nora uh, something or other. I'm referring the great to Nora O'Donnell. The, the great. Yes, the once great Nora O'Donnell. I'm referring to. Uh, the once living legend Norm Macdonald, who is no longer living, uh, the comedian. Oh, oh, Norm. Norma. McDonald. Not Norma, Norm. but Norm. Norma. Norma Mac. Norm Macdonald, as Letterman would say. You mean, mean Jacob's dad? <laughs> oh, you you're from your Dylan's? Do you tell me you're talking about Dylan's? Dylan's, Dylan's dad. dad. Yeah. Jacob Dylan. Jacob Dylan. Got it. Yeah, yeah, this is the yeah. This is the uh, the one. Reagan yeah, was a Canadian stand-up comedian, actor, and writer. Stand-up style was characterized by a slow, almost stuttering, deadpan delivery, mm. yeah, and the true. use of folksy, old-fashioned turns of phrase. <laughs> I can hear him saying that right there, just reading his own Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he can make. Uh, th- that was the thing about Norm is, uh, well, there are so many things, um, but yeah, just taking basic, <laughs> basic things that anybody else could read and make them hilarious, which is one of the things he did. One of one of. Oh, many. it's all in the delivery. The greatest, 
the greatest delivery I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, this is where we're going to be releasing this the week of the um, anniversary of uh, Norm McDonald's uh, not being alive. One year ago this week, uh, Norm passed. It was a huge shock. I can't remember. I think, I think you're the one that I think you're the one that sent me the the. Uh, was it was it you? I think it was, wasn't it? Aren't you the one that informed me that he? Yeah, I heard it. I heard it on the old television set. I was at out at the beach. Okay. At the blockchain. <laughs> the blockchain and, uh, beach. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The currents were flowing. The meta beach. Yeah. And uh, none too none too thrilled with the news. Do you remember who? Like, uh, what? What thing was it that? Uh, uh, I think it was. I think it was uh, some some. Uh, Fox News. Fox News. Was on, and uh, I'm embarrassed to say I was in the same vicinity. <laughs> Although I wasn't watching it, but I did hear someone say. Wow. I was with women of ill repute watching Fox <laughs> News. The only ill repute thing about them <clears throat> is that they were watching Fox That's News. That's right. But <clears throat> ill nonetheless. Wow. But yeah, they mentioned old Norm MacDonald had died, and I was like, what? Yeah. And, uh, Still haven't really hasn't really sunk in. I think one of the things that we, uh, when you told me, of course, we were pretty devastated. We would cons- I would say that we uh, uh, we could safely say that we consider ourselves to be pretty much some of the some of the truest and uh, biggest Norm Macdonald fans out there. Uh, there are probably some who are more hardcore and probably have significantly less of a you know. Uh, of a life than we do, but uh, for relatively well balanced, yeah, for for relatively well balanced uh, individuals, I would say we're probably I would I would put us up there with some of the greatest uh, fans of Norm. And um, there's a couple things in the world that we're the greatest of, and that's one of them. <laughs> yeah. Um. And it was it was it was very very tough. I think you know, um, the uh, one of the uh, first times I remember hearing uh, and kind of recognizing what the deal was with with Norm uh, many years ago. Uh, he was on SNL. It wasn't even on Weekend Update. There was some sort of a sketch, and I've only found it once since then. But uh, me and my brother were watching. And it was he. He played some sort of like a, a bicycle courier, where he was like going down the street in I think New York City, and uh, you know you talk about his delivery. It was basically that. It was uh, that was you know that was uh, for my brother and I. It was both of ours. So our first time really encountering the humor of, of Norm Macdonald, and it was so completely different and completely unique and sarcastic and dry. Uh, and, and we both were like, oh my, we just laughed so hard. And we're like, I don't know who this guy is, but you know, whoever he is, we want to hear more of him. Um, and then our luck, he, 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 he got weekend update for a time. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that was. And who did he, who did he follow? Who was it? Uh, Kevin well, Nealon? He, he followed, he followed, yeah, there was a stellar, uh, 
right in in a row there. It was uh, Miller. Kevin Nealon was great. Kevin Nealon yeah, was Miller fantastic. Too. And so yeah, you had, you had uh, yeah Dennis Miller, and then it was Kevin Nealon, and then you had Norm McDonald, and then, then Colin uh, Quinn, then Colin Quinn, and you know it was it was. Uh, Colin Quinn would have been great had it not been for Dennis Miller and Kevin Nealon and Norm McDonald. Yeah, very very hard to follow, and it, it, it's it's true. Like I said, when you when you hear him, because he was just. It's funny because he even did, like, uh, do you remember that? Like, he would do, like, the first four or five jokes were just straight up stand up, like, he would not even, like, not even pretend. Like, soon as soon as he uh, it was switched to Colin, he just was like, "All right, screw it, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do stand up for like five jokes," and he did like four or five jokes stand up, and then he went before he like he was completely in front of the desk. He was just, "I'm doing stand up." And then he went back behind the desk and then, you know, did his, uh, the news shtick. But um, I'm like, yeah, dude, I'd do that. Pull something out of your butt. Do whatever you can to distinguish yourself from, you know, somebody who. And the funny thing is everybody, um, the, the amount of respect from, um, you know, all the other previous guys. Of course, Miller, Dennis Miller, uh, one of the biggest fans and supporters of of norm chevy chase and kind of semi discoverer i guess yeah he, he didn't discover him but he kind of he was the first possible. he was the first uh i think well no i think i can't remember i think it might have, might have been Roseanne it was his first job writing in but that was in hollywood um where he got his first job writing um but then yeah he sent in a joke to dennis miller and uh you're supposed to send like a package of 10 jokes he just picked one and uh, sent it in. A joke. Yeah, sent in a joke. And, uh, but, you know, it, the thing was, um, you know, even Chevy Chase uh, said, I think he said Norm's the only one who really uh, did it, like got it and did it well, which was kind of funny because uh, Chevy was vastly inferior to uh, to Norm. Um, yep. I'd say in, in to a number of other ones. Uh, who, he also who did. didn't give a lot of compliments. He was not one to to give a lot of compliments, but he did he did give that to Norm. And um, so you and I are of similar age, and without giving that away completely, yeah, the age that that was was when when Norm was on the other like the other actors on there. That was this was this was like the he, the heyday. If everyone says that it's the heyday when they watch it at that age, right? But we're talking about yeah. Farley, Sandler, Spade. Nealon, yeah, Hardman. I mean, yeah, there was like a two everybody. year. There was like a two year. It wasn't. Chris it didn't Rock. last. For, yeah, it didn't last very long. No, but there was like a two year or so overlap. But where not lasting had, very long was still a lot of episodes. <laughs> it was, and it was. It included. It included like all the young blood, like you're saying, Schneider, Spade, yep. Sandler, Schneider. Rock, Farley. Um, you know all those guys, uh, and then uh, your. Your old the, the old guard where you had like the absolute were kind of considered the, the best of the best including norm and Dennis they just I just saw that clip Mike Myers yeah, Carvey. where you had Carvey and Hartman and Chris Rock uh, you know yeah Mike Mike Myers um, and Nealon Kevin Nealon and uh, G E Smith G G E Smith hilarious <laughs> hilarious. I could not. I could never stop laughing at that man's face. But, no, I couldn't either. I laugh right now. 
<laughs> he had a funny face. Come on. But uh, no, but, he, but yeah, that was that was uh, it was quite the quite the years. But Ellen uh, Cleghorn, Ellen Cleghorn, V I mean, V Ellen Cleghorn. Um, but yeah, no. I, the the thing with Norm was that there was but even not- even with all of that, it was like I can't wait for Weekend Update. Yeah, and, and I just saw Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yep, and. And Norm, uh, you know, even the times that he was, you know, David Letterman, he became uh, a favorite of Letterman's, and um, and he did Letterman, yeah, and he he right, he did an impersonation of one of the few who did a Letterman impersonation, and a pretty darn good one. And to this um, day, we say you got any gum because of that impersonation. <laughs> yeah, ah, uh, you, you, you got any gum? But he um. Yeah, he would do the uh, do the, in, the the impersonation of him, but then he would also, when he was on Letterman, um, it was you know Letterman was none too happy when when Norm got booted from Weekend Update, and uh, you know what did you say? Less Moonves is what? <laughs> yeah, between between you and between you and me, the guy's an idiot. Um, <clears throat> you know and. Uh, so, yeah, on Letterman. As that's when Norm is on Letterman after getting booted. Don, not Les Moon. Les Moonves <laughs> is from CBS. It's Don Olmeyer from NBC. Oh yeah, Don Olmeyer. Don Olmeyer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yep. He he was, you know, and I'll I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and make this, you know, clear. I'm just making. I'm going to make an executive decision on on this podcast of ours. No, I'm just, we're, this will be uh, an initial because here's what's happened. What happened was when it happened. When it happened, when we found out that Norm passed, um, <laughs> you know, we're like, okay, uh, Which was the the amount one year and one day ago. Yeah, we're we're going we we're going through. You know, at that point, I'm going through like every single clip I have, which is you know, which is legion. Um, of Norm stuff and just trying to put together the perfect, you know, tribute thing. And it just kind of got overwhelming. And I'm like, I, there's we just, couldn't do it. So that's just, what you're listening to now, just, unfortunately. Yeah. And you're just, you kind of get, you're going, well, I, how can we do that? So I, what I'm going to say about the, the Norm thing is this will be like a kickoff uh, episode, uh, a kickoff to uh, a Norm tribute. And I think we're probably just going to have to go ahead and have, um, you know, maybe not every episode, but, you know, we'll, we'll figure out something where, like, every other episode or every episode, depending on what we have, we can go into another thing about Norm MacDonald that we, and just have, like, a segment on a show about Norm, just as... I mean, we're going to be talking about the dude no matter what, so... Yeah, yeah, and... And uh, obviously, <clears throat> from the great... The great sh- television program sports show <laughs> on comedy central he coined the term what the h yeah and uh is what you heard at the beginning which is that's... one of the which is again one of the which is a a tip of the hat from yep. from us here um because it's not, it's not theft it's no complete yes um ours has a has a question mark and an exclamation an exclamation point at the end of it this doesn't have that right. So it's clearly, clearly different and completely original. Um, but 
<laughs> but, and he was. We put together a list of people we wanted on the podcast. Yeah. When yep. we first, before we started, and he was a number one. Yep. And um, really gonna. I mean, I mean, I'll put. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Uh, it's gonna be hard to get him on at this point because, I mean, um, well, we could still get Nora. <laughs> You know what? A little luck. If we're <laughs> a little luck of the Irish. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, I, the, the thing was with one of the things that we found out whenever we were talking about it, because you start hearing, right? You start listening to everybody, you know, whenever anybody dies, everybody in Hollywood has to go on and, you know, uh, you know, get a little uh, kiss buttish of, of everybody. All of a sudden, they're they're the biggest fan. You know, oh, he was yeah. just the greatest. Oh, there she was the great. Oh yeah, this guy was. And uh, but some of the things that we found, I'll give you one example, um, which I thought was kind of funny. Now, he, one guy who, and one of the things that we found too, um, and I don't know if you, I think we've talked about this uh, mode that we're like, we're, we were both similar this way. When it came to um, our percent, you know how you, how certain people are this way with music, and we're like this. I think I'm like this with with different things, but you you, <laughs> you can base a lot of what you think about a person on. You can base a lot of that on what their thoughts are towards Norm Macdonald, and yep. you know if they could appreciate that kind of humor. And when you know, um, you know, it kind of became a little bit of like a hip thing to to be like, ooh. Oh yeah, Norm Macdonald, and I remember hearing some and seeing some videos from, from folks who were saying they're Norm Macdonald fans. I'm like, eh, okay, you don't you don't strike me as the as the Norm Macdonald type, but sure, okay, fine. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on a crusade to uh, to debunk your claims, <laughs> but um, although one of my favorite things to do is to debunk things, I'm all about debunking and, and talking uh, about other people debunking. <laughs> I was debunked. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite phrases, lines to hear as a living human being. When someone says something was debunked, you know that they didn't get the comedy of Norm MacDonald. <laughs> but I remember even like uh, Stephen Crowder, uh, it was kind of a funny thing. I was, he did, and I, you know, and I gave him credit. I was like, okay, cool. He was like very, very much uh, influenced by norm and he thought he was you know fantastic and he said would would often do uh, would kind of quote him and different things that norm would say anyway <clears throat> a little while ago when norm was got in trouble again and was theoretically supposedly uh making some penance by going uh, he was canceled by the tonight show so Jimmy Fallon's folks, uh, I don't think it was Jimmy, I don't think it was Jimmy Fallon personally, but the folks who booked the show had Norm there because he was promoting his book, I think. And they were like, nope, we're not going to do it because he said whatever it was he said. And that was absolutely ridiculous. And uh, Crowder came on, and this is just, again, just kind of going to show uh, – where we where we kind of stand when it came to who who are the biggest fans here because Crowder came on and did a whole thing he's like 
this is why Norm McDonald, and he used this term, which I'm like, if you if you were truly as big of a fan as you claim to be, you would not use this term. Even though I got the point of what he was saying, he was he his video was uh, why Norm McDonald was one of the most important comics alive today, <laughs> which was so so funny to me because I'm like that was literally the term that he found to be absurd and it's his own his own punchline yeah well i've always wanted i've always wanted to be an important comic yeah uh someone who's important and uh which of course is just silly and um no it's not silly if it were silly it would be good yeah <laughs> the problem <clears throat> right it was just it was it, the idea of you know, when when woke comedy and just different people who are going to be, oh, we're going to be saying things that are, you know, that are important. Um, and that's where I think he got into it with, was it, um, I always get these guys mixed up. I think it was Todd Glass. I think he got in kind of talking about that kind of stuff with Todd Glass when he was, when he was uh, on his, on his podcast, just kind of talking about who, who, who they liked and who they thought were some of the, some of the best comics. And for them, and I, and I found myself in agreement with him, which was, um, you know, I think that the term Todd Glass used was, he goes, who makes you punch a wall? Who makes you, you know, uh, you know, pound the table uh, from laughter? <laughs> not, <laughs> not from uh, social, you know, socially conscious observations. Um, and nothing wrong with that. But, you know, if you're a comic, you want to do something that won't make somebody laugh. And, uh, which one could say is the point, but, you know, one could also say other things as, as ones have said. Um, but you know, the idea of saying someone like a Norm MacDonald or a Brian Regan or uh, people of that ilk of just saying, bad. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, just, just saying, yeah, it's just, I mean, obviously I'm wanting to make people laugh. That's that's it. And the idea that someone's an important comic is just, it, it's just goofy and wrong. And, uh, you know, and the funny thing was I got, you know how it is with, a, you, you're, you, you question your own um, judgment and you question how, uh, how you see things and how, uh, you know, to an extent, like you know your own taste. I mean, as you grow up and you, you get older, you, you know, develop and mature, but one of the, but it's always great when you can hear somebody you respect who maybe has a, a similar opinion. And for me, uh, when I would hear Norm say these things about people like Richard Pryor or um, Lenny, Lenny Bruce, Bruce, yeah, um, and he would say these things. He's like, I, you know, uh, and then he talked about even Bill Hicks, and he's like. You know, he's like, yeah, I listen to this guy for, a, you know, this Bill Hicks. Listen to this Bill Hicks guy. I'm listening to it for an hour because I'm not, you know, or he said that about Lenny Bruce too because I'm, I'm not laughing. And, and, uh, and I'm like, yeah, I, I, it's, it's one of those weird things. Even Richard Pryor, I mean, I, I've listened to Richard Pryor's stuff, and I think it's there's some of it that's funny, uh, to me, and um, I was thinking about like even Eddie Murphy which Norm has a great respect for Eddie Murphy. But I think like Eddie Murphy, if you look at his specials, I would say there's like 20% of his old, like, what was it, Raw? And then, um, I can't remember the other one. Basically, there's the 
There's the red leather suit one and the purple leather suit one. And Doctor uh, Doolittle. <laughs> and uh, as far as the stand-up specials, and I, when I look at that, I go, yeah, I'd say maybe twenty percent of it was what I would call like really funny. Uh, the most, the rest of it was just kind of shock material, in my opinion. It was just okay. Well, this is shocking, and people are going to be like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe he said that." But you're like, okay, if you actually, I'm listening to it. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's not that funny. Eddie Murphy is. If you were reading uh, it on a piece of paper without a comedic context, right? Like you weren't at a stand-up comedian show, but you just read those words. Right. They're not jokes. They're not humorous. They're just shocking. Right. Now you could say the same thing of, of Norm. Of I mean, the, the, the line. well, as far as far as as far as delivery, that was the thing with Norm. Like so much of the stuff, you're like, what is that even? Fun? But it's Norm delivering it, so it's good. But not not from a shocking perspective. But yeah, I know what you're saying. But it's like yeah. you know, like his. But he's also telling <clears throat> jokes too. Right, and and Eddie to me, Eddie Murphy is has he has that the it factor. He's incredibly gifted. Whatever he de- like, he's so entertaining. I was watching a thing with Jamie Foxx the other day where he was on uh, a couple of different interviews I watched with him. And he's he, he's one of those guys who has it. You know what I'm saying? It's the it factor. He 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 obviously he can he has the music, he's he, you know, he does stand up, he can do dramatic acting and comedic acting. But like he he just sits there and like tells a story and it's captivating. It's amazing. And um <laughs> which puts me in mind of the you know, he's like, but like he just has that ability where um, Norm uh, would, you know, but again, as far as anyway, you get back to the point of I, he had the Eddie Murphy had that entertaining entertainers gift. But it didn't mean to me that his that all his stand up was really all that great. I wasn't like laughing hysterically, whereas in uh, pretty much most of the stuff that Norm did, I was just laughing hysterically. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. And, um, and then he can read a Shel Silverstein poem at the end of it, and because it's him reading it, right, and the and the manner with which he's reading it, like he's he's obviously thinks that it's hilarious that he's reading it, right, <laughs> which is which is the only thing that's hilarious about it, right, <clears throat> yeah, and the fact that he did the entire thing without stumbling over anything from memory, yeah, you know, he wasn't reading; he was, he was reciting it, right. Right. Yeah. And, you know, uh, yeah, there, there was, there was so much about him and there was so much, um, what I would say is, and if we, uh, if we get this up, um, on, uh, some of the different platforms, I'll probably put, I'll, um, swap out the video for the audio as well on some of these. But, um, like, so for example, there's a clip, the, the, he would do so many different styles, which was really remarkable. Um, you know, he would do uh, the thing that they talk about, right? Which is it's like, oh, you know, like, ah, and, uh, yeah, you know, uh, everybody kind of does the same thing yep. nasally, ah, you know, I was like, yep. yeah, you know, like, okay, that's fine. But I mean, he, but he would do so many different people who of, didn't seem to really get him only ever say that. That's all the ah. thing, yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, but I mean, there were so many. He would do different, so many different styles of comedy that were, yeah, old school, right? But evergreen, to be sure. And, uh, yep. but he could pull them off effortless and he could just kind of, like, it was so, 
So, so here's one of the ones that uh, we played right before we uh, came on air, but it was uh, um, this uh, one from when he had his uh, his Netflix special. His, uh, not sorry, Netflix special. His uh, Netflix show, um, and uh, it was when David Spade was on, and he was talking about uh, uh, Ellen and how people would. Uh, Confuse uh, David Spade right. with Ellen. Shabbily run <laughs> operation. You know who wouldn't do this? Ellen. Oh. Would not do it to me. Take it back. Oh, Ellen. David often gets uh, confused with Ellen. No, that's a true fact. I'm not making it up. This is before the goatee, before the mustache. And thank God Ellen shaved that off. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> Uh, you there know, there is no ah in that whatsoever. Right. In other words, it's a it, again when you when you're watching it, it's just so different because like there's a that's a specific, very specific style, and you know, and, and of course the different things he was doing. One of the things I was going to pull up here is when he's talking. He so he goes on Dennis Miller's show. Jason Sudeikis is there. This is in uh, 2011, and he's talking about how um, what his uh, diet, uh, yeah. So he, you know what Norm would say about people. He would always talk about Chris Farley being the funniest guy he's ever met, and then he would say, uh, he would say that Farley would would say that he always wanted to be like his idol uh, John Belushi, and and Norm goes, well, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. He goes, John Belushi wasn't funny, um, meaning as a person he wasn't funny. John Belushi was a very dark kind of a character. I don't think he was a re- really all that funny. He was, in a, he was a very good comedic actor and uh, did improvisational stuff. But he goes, he wasn't, you know, he was like a funny person. He goes, where Chris Farley was absolutely hilarious all the time. And he was just, you know, that way. Norm is just hilarious no matter where he is and what's going on. On this one where he's in with Dennis Miller, uh, he's talking about how uh, Dennis asks him about, you know, like, like well, what's, what kind of a diet he's on or, like, what is he, you know, what's he eating um, recently. And there's what it, here's, what, uh, here's what he said in a little bit here whenever it queues up. If it will queue up, we'll see. He's a monster. He tries to do one thing to alter his modern lifestyle every year. And this year, he says he's only going to eat meat that he's actually killed. And I was wondering, what are you adhering to? I'm a vegetarian, a strict vegetarian. No, have you done that? Well, I eat chicken. (laughs) not all that. That's not vegetarian. I said I'm not strict. I eat chicken and beef. (laughs) (laughs) I ate raw game. Did you ever eat uh, (laughs) chicken? It's not dead yet. No, no, you're <laughs> over And you there. eat it, and as you're eating it, their death throes are making you hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, you know, and that's that's him on a on a you know where he's kind of seems all spaced out. When you, when I see these, of course, looking back on it, you're like, okay, I wonder what he was going through right at the time because he he was kind of like you know. And so many people were asking, they're like, you know, is he is he okay? Or, you know, um, it's like he, it seemed like he was, when I mean, he would do his stand-up, uh, you know, when he'd be touring, they'd ask, like, he seemed like he's, uh, you know, something, whatever is going on there. Uh, something like drugged up or, <laughs> or stoned or high or something. But, I mean, he was freaking fighting stomach cancer uh, or whatever kind of cancer it was, a bowel or stomach cancer. And... um for all of those years, 
and then uh, and then he and he finally uh, I guess it wasn't long. He didn't lose his battle with it. I guess it was according to Norm. It was a draw because um, <laughs> the because the cancer dies as well at the same time. I remember watching that. Uh, what are you gonna call it? Routine. Yeah. That bit for the first time, thinking this is weird that he's doing this about death. It's funny and it's clever, but it's weird. Yeah. You know. Yep. Yeah. The other thing I was going to say is I do remember the first thing I ever heard from him where it clicked in my my teenage brain that this guy is one of the funniest people ever. He was on, I think it was on Letterman, but it could have been on something else. I don't remember the, the other, the, who was interviewing him as much as I remember what he said, but he's, he, he was trying to say something and he was he wasn't be he wasn't able to to reply how he wanted to. He said, "I don't know a lot of what do you call those things words." <laughs> I just, yeah, and that that is the first thing I remember thinking. Oh my gosh, this guy. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's so it's so funny too because when you when you when you go back at and you look at the things that he would say, he would be basically. Uh, you know, people who kind of got it and were so obviously Miller, uh, Dennis Miller, and I'm trying to think of who else that, that kind of would, would say that they would know that. He he mentioned it on um, uh, on CNN, on the, not CNN, on Larry King now or uh, whichever one it was when he would uh, inter- when uh, Larry King interviewed him. But he was just kind of talking about how I believe that Larry King outlived Norm, which is yeah, it was it was a close one. It was neck and neck. <laughs> um, but, but he was saying, you know, he's like, well, don't, you know, you don't want to play the, because nobody likes somebody who's smarter than they are, you know, nope. he goes, play the fool, play the, 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 every man. And, um, he would always talk about how smart and, uh, you know, Letterman was, but Letterman was like, well, no, no, no. He goes, I wish I was smart like you are, um, because he was freaking brilliant. And e- even things that we didn't know, um, there's a, there's an amazing, um, uh, I wouldn't call it a documentary, but it's a video that was put out on YouTube, which is basically the one that I wanted to make, <laughs> but don't have the uh, do not have the digital acumen to uh, to do so. But um, it was you'll um, get it, you'll yeah, get it. yeah. But it was uh, very well made, and, and in it, he was uh, this gentleman was, uh, and I'll try to leave the link here in the descriptions. But um, he uh, was going on talking about, you know bring up how how smart he was and I think it was I think was at 14 something like that he graduated high school and uh, went on to college and was well, I was in Canada but yeah and uh, he was he um, yeah obviously was very much very very big into to Russian literature and um, you know you know like you do but um, <laughs> but he was very you know, he was incredibly smart, incredibly intelligent, and, uh, you know, he just didn't really care. Like, he didn't care about trying to, you know, people talk about him being fearless, and they're always like, oh, there's other community, oh, they're fearless. You know, they would, and I was like, yeah, but, I mean, he. he it's fearless know. that they're they're going to say something that is offensive, and they don't care that it's offensive. That's right. not the same kind of fearless. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, Norm is going to say something that he thinks is funny. 
right. whether he thinks other people are going to think that it's funny. Yep. Yeah. And of course, the the one that's uh, the big one of the biggest examples, which became which became legendary, was uh, Norm Norm's appearance on the uh, roasting of Bob Saget, which was his friend and um, a very close friend for for Norm. And um, when when he did that, you know, when he was asked to do that, he said, "He goes, well, I don't want to." You know, Rose, because I don't like roasts. Because I don't, you know, I, um, I don't know what to do there. Because he goes, "You're my friend. I don't want to say anything." So he's like, "Yeah, he just went ahead and did." Uh, Which is exactly what you would think. Yeah, more people would do. Right, exactly. And you know, but so he's like, "Yeah, I'll just come on." And so he just did these. But he went on, and um, it was just such a legendary thing because it just went on and on. He went on, basically bombing at this roast, and. The comedians on stage were, you know, some were laughing, but not everybody was laughing. And it was just he was just reading these jokes from this old like nineteen forties joke book, and uh, you know, it, it was just, yeah, it was. And so people were like, oh, you know, oh, he's, you know, like he's it's he's five D chess. He's like, no, I just this is what I want to do because you do something shocking. He's like, yeah, just be shocking. Like okay, well then you know this will this will shock him. <laughs> so he goes, and again the brilliance of this. Another great example. Uh, uh, one of the ones that everybody always references. There's a couple of them that people reference when it comes to his uh, the two main ones that people reference a lot when it comes to his late night talk show appearances. Um, one of which is uh, the porpoise, the uh, joke. Uh, youthful purpose, and then the other one, of course, is the moth joke. The one that kind of gets the the most, uh, uh, yeah, coverage is the and people talk about it's the moth joke. And the reason why that was, he went on to talk about it and explain that it basically what happened was he thought he was on for one segment. Uh, it was with Conan, <laughs> and um, not too long before then, Colin Quinn told him the moth joke. And he goes, uh, you know, he goes, hey, you know, he tells him the joke. And he's like, okay, that's a great joke, you know. So he was on, he goes, hey, can you stay for a second for another segment? He's like, oh, okay, because he didn't have anything prepared. And he goes, well, how long is the segment? And he's like, uh, it's about six minutes. He's like, oh. He goes, so he didn't have anything, so he just decided that he would do the moth joke but make it about six minutes. And <laughs> so all of that. Now, the funny thing is he does that. Literally, not just, you know, just to blow smoke. Uh, if you know, you know, people who knew Norm and know he's, that's kind of the way that he was. Uh, he, he's doing that to kind of deflect from, you know, people, uh, you know, thinking more highly of him. Like, oh, look, that's, that's the only reason it yep. was. That's not what I, I wasn't trying to be, you know. Uh, but the funny thing is what it actually does is it just highlights how brilliant he was um, comedically because he was able to, you know, continue on with that joke, which was so incredibly entertaining, um, just on the spot, off the cuff. And, you know, was able to absolutely do, was able to, to deliver one of the, you know, uh, most legendary, I mean, the, the amount of legendary times that he was, you know, <laughs> that he was on late night. Of course, the one that was also, everybody talks about, of course, Courtney Thorne Smith with Conan back in, what, this had to be 90s, right? 90s? 
Well, um, if we're talking Courtney Thorne Smith, it's it's got to be the nineties. <laughs> it ain't recent. Yeah, let me tell you, it's not in the zeros, or the it's not in the knots. Um, not in the knot. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Courtney Thorne Smith, another great example, and uh, just all the stuff that he kind of comes up with, you know, out of nowhere. Um, there's there are so many different ways and different directions to go here, but I well, would, you've you've got you've got. Uh, let me just throw two words out yeah. there that are left field from everything we've said so far. Yeah. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> Turd Ferguson. <clears throat> there you go. That's it. Totally different than every other thing we've mentioned. <laughs> oh, is Burt Reynolds the impersonation? Funny. Uh, <laughs> it's a big hat. It's funny. Um, <laughs> It was just, just so good, just so brilliant, and um, there's one other one that it was lost to history for a very long time, and I don't, I'm trying to figure out if I want to even play this just because it's just it goes on. I won't play it this time. I, we might, I might edit it, edit through it, and then the next one of the next segments we do on another show, I might put it up. But um, Norm Macdonald on the View was to to me one of the best segments of television I've ever seen. When you talk about being almost like ruthlessly fearless, he would I literally would not let it go. He's talking about how Bill Clinton murdered a guy. And they absolutely can't stand it. All of them like okay, that, that's that's enough, Norm. Uh, you know what is like. Well, this is like the, this is the original cast, I this, think. Too. Yeah, this, or it's with Barbara it. Walters. Walt, Barbara Walters, Joy Behar, Star the Jones, great, the great Joy Behar. Yep. Um. Uh. And then I can't remember the and the yeah. No, we don't want. Okay, Norm, we're just gonna go. Yeah. You know, and uh, you, you didn't hear that. Uh, <laughs> Norm, Norm, Norm. Okay, no, we you know you need to you know. This is you. And you're supposed to be. A, that's enough for now. This is not the place to make those kind of accusations. And you're supposed to be funny, yeah. And I'm. I'm being really nice, and I'm trying to be nice, okay. And then he. Did, and then you're like, okay. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's gonna move on from that. I thought it was a matter of record. <clears throat> you know, you. You just. You go on. It is absolutely. Uh. I, I don't even, in other words, you know, then they, then they give him a phone. There's a producer gives him a phone and tells him to pretend to <clears throat> like he's getting a phone call in the middle of the show. And then because he's, you know, he's pissed off at him for, you know, uh, kind of like crapping on whatever he has to say. And so he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just, oh, I'm not going to do this. He's saying to him, and he talks about later. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. That's not funny. So he, he picks up the phone. They gave him a phone. The producer gives him a phone, puts him in his pocket. Takes it out. He's like, oh, yeah. He goes, you know so-and-so who's a producer of the show? He goes, yeah, he told me to uh, <laughs> to take this phone. And he said he thought it would be funny if he if I took this phone and put it in my pocket and he called me and pretend like it was a real call. And he's absolutely just <laughs> ev- eviscerating the like entire – like, The producer uh, decides – what the comedian, what's going to be funny for the comedian to do on the show? I mean, right. Want. Yeah. What's, what's going to be funny for the comedian, uh, let alone Norm MacDonald? 
Uh, and again, if you knew Norm at all, uh, right. you should have known uh, very quickly that you don't. That's not a thing you pull. Uh, that's not going to go over well with Norm. And um, and uh, so you have all of these different facets, and then you get into the. Not to mention just there's that. Then you got then you got uh, his brilliant takes on life and kind of the esoteric. Uh, you know, uh, it, first of all. The fact that he would even be like a, um, that was like one of the most punk things I think about him. You know, Dennis Miller called him out as being, he's like, you know, uh, you know, because I think he's got some Andy Kaufman in him, you know, just kind of that. I was about to say that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. He he was going to do it because he thought it was funny, even if he was the only one who got it. If he was the only person Which laughing. Which is exactly what you and I yeah. have done throughout our knowing each other. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, it's like, I look, it's, I'm just going to do it. You know, you, and you may not, you know, you may like other stuff, but I'm going to, and one of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, accounts of that, and like I said, we'll, we'll pull it up in, in future ones, is where, um, uh, who's the, oh, stink, I can't think of his name now. I actually literally just had it on the tip of my tongue. Uh, the, the, the writer from SNL, um, who was, uh, huge there for so many years. Anyway, Downey. Downey. And uh, so Downey was talking about <laughs> when it was with Norm, and he was talking about a uh, a <laughs> a bit they wrote, and it was before they were heading out for the summer, and they, they uh, wrote a bit about, like, the homeless newspaper and how it was, you know, oh, well, you know, you know. Uh, you, you know, I got like a, you know, kind of the fast talking kind of, a, you know, back in the 1950s, you know, 40s, you know, you, I want, uh, you know, uh, 300 words on, uh, you know, peace, state of mattresses, you, um, you know, what's the best, uh, what's the best, what's the best soup kitchen, you, I want another one on a, you know, and so I'm just kind of doing this whole bit, and uh, he's like, yeah, they didn't, they, so they, knew, they knew it wasn't going to work on the show, but it was just something that they worked on, and he was gone for the summer, comes back, and he, 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 he tells Downey, he goes, hey, man, he goes, I went out and I did this uh, thing out in San Francisco. And it was like, a, he goes, uh, some sort of a, a charity event for the for uh, for homeless people. And uh, he goes, he goes, you remember that uh, that bit we did on the uh, homeless newspaper? Remember that? And Downey goes, he's like, I'm not, he goes, he's telling me this. And I'm going, no, no, you, you, <laughs> you didn't. You didn't do that. He goes, yeah. He goes, yeah. He goes, you remember that bit? Yeah. He goes, I, I did that bit for them. They hated it. <laughs> 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 they hated it. I'm like, of course they did. It was absolutely freaking hilarious. Just the idea, like, just you could, because you could picture it in your head that he, that's what he's yep. going to do, and um, you know, and so one of the things that I keep thinking about, like. You know, he would he would say he claimed Christianity, and he you know he didn't claim uh, you know uh, something. Well, you know, I uh, I believe in the Christ consciousness. You know, he's not he's not going. I'm a spiritual uh, person, right? He's not taking. And a part of me thinks that kind of goes to his whatever you know anti. <laughs> anti-authority kind of a thing, right? And, and I'm not saying that he didn't have any kind of, you know, I'm not I'm not questioning the legitimacy of his Christianity. I'm just saying 
I think the, I think one of the things was kind of like, regardless of whether or not he, you know, fell in his belief in his in his spiritual life, and his beliefs fell, you know, strictly within the bounds of what you know modern mainstream Christianity, or even you know not even mainstream or even offshoots of Christianity. Uh, believe whether regardless of whether or not it fell within those parameters, I think he wanted to make sure to say, uh, "Well, I'm, I'm I'm a Christian," because he it's knew obviously it. important enough for him to say because he said it multiple times, multiple, multiple times, multiple and different, uh, yeah, yeah. Platforms. And I think, and I think it's, I think a, it was important to him for sure, and b, I think it was just like, yeah, just kind of like, yeah, deal with it. In other words, he, I think he knows that people don't. Like, well, you can't, you don't want to say that. Like, you don't want to be that. I wonder right. if you don't want to be that s- right now. Yeah. I wonder if he ever said any of that stuff before he got cancer. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. Um, I never thought about that. Cause, because another thing he said that, that was interesting in the, in the video that was kind of a more of a documentary thing, it showed, which it's funny because I, I remember seeing that and noticing that little tick about him, but I never, of course, you don't think about it. But do you remember in that video where it talks about how he's touching his stomach? Yep, and he's bringing his hand up to his stomach, and he's you know out there and the, on doing stand up, and his his hand comes up to his stomach, kind of kind of rubs it and kind of pats it a little bit, and it's like it's kind of un uh, you know kind of a subconscious thing going on, whatever. But again, he had like major problems when he was a kid, so I think they said they took out a certain part of his intestine from even when he was younger. They didn't think he was going to make it then, which is just crazy, and for people not he to made it, yeah. He made it, and so so even back then he made it, and you're going okay, well, you know, and then just for absolutely nobody to know, um, which is just you know, one of the you guys. You think Amiga knew? You, know, you think you'd have to? You would think you would have to, but I just you just can never tell, right? How close they actually are, but I think that they were. I saw a thing where where he, and I, that's one of the few I haven't seen yet that I want to see. Is something where it was Egot talking about Norm, I think, uh, like after he died. But I don't, I haven't, I haven't seen it. So I'm curious to see because it just seemed like that's something he was, you know, involved with him for so long there yeah. towards the end. You're like, well, I'm sure he would know, but you know, maybe. it's almost like he was his not not partner, like right, not partner, but like his partner, like for f- that entire. Yeah, portion like of friend his life. slash assistant or somebody who's kind of yeah. helping him out, you know? Like, hey, I've got cancer and i got to go get somebody who I don't know to become my closest friend right. so that the people who are my closest friends won't find out or something like that. Is what it appeared to be because he, he never heard of him before that, even though I'm sure he's apparently he's known in the circle just from being the whatever place that was. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, another great... Uh, thing was uh, another great clip to check out. Uh, Nick Swardson um, talking about, uh, you know, his thing with, with Norm, his thoughts and, you know, how, how much, how close he was with Norm. Uh, he was talking with Theo Vaughn on Theo Vaughn's show and, uh, and Nick's talking about it and he just kind of gets, you know, he gets kind of pretty <laughs> kind of down talking about it. And he says that he, it was just kind of a weird thing because, uh, he said after he found out that he died, because he didn't know either, um, that one of his 
uh, th- there's the one lady, and I can't remember her name, but she was the one that she's the one that knew, and of course did pretty much most of the stuff for Norm. Um, and I can't remember her name, but anyway, she mentioned to Nick that because years ago he he Nick said something about he was gonna maybe to move out to Reno or or was it was it Reno? He's like, yeah, we should just we should go up, move out to Reno and get a get a place out there and you know uh, play the whatever. And Norm was like, yeah, 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 that sounds like a great idea. Uh, with, with Nick Swartzen, and um, and he, uh, just the, the lady said after he passed that he, she told Nick that that was one of the things he was kind of talking about towards the end was you know like well, you know, I could be if I could try to trying to work out how to get, how to make that happen like like it, he was serious about it like he really wanted to get out uh, on his own there and maybe like uh you know do like a Co, something or other apartment like get like share share an apartment with Nick Swordson in Reno or something. It was pretty. It was pretty sweet. And he was like, I just felt, you know, even he's like, ah, it's made me feel even worse. <laughs> he goes because you know, that was because because even in a sense because that was another thing with, with Norm's like he was always he, like he never knew exactly how serious he was at any time. Nope. Which is. I've unfortunately modeled my own behavior, <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't. And what are the uh, downsides? It doesn't, it doesn't serve one well. Depending on the context, overall, yeah, it can. In general, yeah. <laughs> As a standard mo, it, it can right. be it can be troublesome. But especially um, if you're married, not that I am. Yes, but it was one of those things where I, I think how it would. I can see for a married person that could be uh, troublesome. Uh, you know, I think that was so, even so someone with Nick, like Nick, he's like, you know, like you can't, you don't even really know how much uh, Norm cared for him until kind of after it was, you know, after he was gone. Um, and uh, so, uh, yeah, there was, there was just, there was so much about him um, and his, uh I, I loved how, and Bob, one of the most touching things, Bob Saget had a like an hour long thing where he was pretty broken down and crying a lot during it, but just remembering Norm um, and just how much he, how much of a good person he was, how much he loved his friends. It was, it was one of those things where his sheer brilliance is what, you know, as Norm would say, through sheer tyranny of will, um, you know, he got he got into doing things in Hollywood. But he, you know, um, you know, Dirty Work, the movie, and a lot of people like that. And I was about Hollywood. to, I was waiting to bring up Dirty Work. Their dirty Work, the film uh, that Bob Saget directed. Um, so, as far as I can tell, from all the stuff that I've seen of Norm and him talking about Dirty Work, it seems like he's not proud of it, and that they think that it was screwed up by the studio yeah like they wanted it to be one way or, or another right it didn't turn out that way yeah and i'm here to tell anybody listening right now that dirty work regardless of what norm or bob saget thinks of it <laughs> is one of the greatest movies i've ever seen in my life and probably the most quoted movie by myself to other people whether they know it or not <laughs> yeah yeah and and, and yeah very much, and he, he he goes to prison for 
doing whatever. I can't even remember. I've seen it so many times. I can't remember. And he, that just shows him walking out of a cell into another cell, uh, buckling his pants. In <laughs> fact, says, I can, I can play that clip cause I have a queued up right here. If oh, you, you fellas got a lot of growing up to do. Let's play it. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's see if we got, uh, it's a 42 second clip. Let's see this how is, quickly. This is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. You fellas have a lot of growing up to do. I'll tell you that. Ridiculous. <laughs> Completely ridiculous. You believe these characters? Way out of line. Way out of line. Have a good mind to go to the warden about this. <laughs> you know what hurts the most is the, the lack of respect. You know? That's what hurts the most. Except for the except for the other thing. That hurts the most. But the lack of respect hurts the second most. <laughs> Weaver, <laughs> you're free to go. You're free to go. <laughs> They're only in there for like yeah, <laughs> like in a like in a holding pattern, like in an airport yes. plane. They're just kind of circling around. It's like you're only going to be here for a short amount of time. It's just completely sodomized. So what happens right before that? It's him and Artie Lang are in prison together, and they they walk in. They go, "All right, let's go." And Artie Lang walks forward. And they go, "Not you, Tubby." Yeah, <laughs> they, just, they just take Norm like it's a thing. Like you right. go to prison and you're gonna get anally raped. He goes, "All right, let's go." Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then it shows him walking out. Oh my! The the uh you know the act of what that actually is aside. Right. The the pure comedy from that has influenced my yeah own sense of humor more than any other single thing. That clip right there. There was another one that ridiculous. he did. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> I love the mind to go to the warden about this. I love He's the, not going to go to the warden about it, but he has a good mind to. <laughs> He's got a good mind to. And of course, obviously, the, the use of the term character. Can you believe these characters? <laughs> like, a, talking to the, like, the like a rascals. You know, I hate <laughs> rascals. Um, he, there was a, yeah, he did. Um, the second what, most. The, the, what I. Obviously, there was so much to pull from from Weekend Update, um, and we'll go through some, um, uh, over time, we'll go through some blessed clips of that. Uh, one of my um, absolute... So he, he and Artie Lang are brothers, real quick. Oh, yeah. And, and they're trying to explain it. Wait, you're brothers? <laughs> well, well, it, it's a long story. Yes. <laughs> Is, his dad boned, no, my dad boned his mom. Okay, it's a short story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But yeah. you, if you haven't seen Dirty Work, yeah, go see Dirty Work. Somebody, That's the moral of that story. I want to say it was, it was something, it was someone I did not expect at all. And I don't remember if it was Kevin Hart or, it was Kevin Hart. Dave Chappelle? No, maybe it was, but it was it was somebody that I would not have expected. But they they were on a, another show and they were talking about dirty work. And they said, "They're like, look, here's the thing with dirty work. Um, you know how people talk about how it's like a comedian's comedian, and then yep. they said about dirty work, they're like, like this is, they said, from just a pure comedic standpoint, they said that." movie was like perfection uh, from a, if you're just talking about just pure comedy. 
Yeah, and they um, think that it was no good. Well, according, they're, yeah, they're disappointed yeah. with it. I think it was like the else? edits, like in the edits, they're like, yeah, okay, it's supposed to be, yeah. It was supposed to be dirtier, I guess. I think so, <laughs> right? But I'm, I'm glad dirtier it wasn't work. because, yeah, right. It was just the right amount of, <laughs> yeah, dirty. <laughs> the, the there is there was um, and dirty dirty in the title of the movie for those who haven't seen it is not, uh, dirty like the dirty that they cut out. It's just a different context of right, the word right, dirty. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's not like a dirty movie. Yeah. Um, is it was uh, his he also had, of course, obviously a string of uh, and I'll go over that clip too. Uh, one of these times, it was just uh, I was quite surprised at that because I was it was something that I had actually missed. But Schneider had a, a show, I think he's on camera for it's still, I think it's still on Real Rob. Is that what you're talking about? Maybe, yeah, yeah, it's called Real Rob, Real Rob two seasons. That's right. And pretty then, good. Pretty good. Pretty good. And and there was an episode. I don't know how many episodes he was in, but there was one episode where he's, it's just Norman. He's coming in to meet Schneider at like a restaurant, and I think it's a Chili's, but I'm not 100 percent sure. And he's basically just talking about, um, you know, uh, <laughs> he was saying that I think if I remember correctly, it's about there's, um, some sort of what do you want to call it. Um, What's the term? Like, uh, he was having some sort of side effect of something particular, but he's like, you know, you don't want to, uh, I don't want to say anything. Um, but I'm uh, anyway, long story short, it was, uh, again, uh, his, he would do these uh, great cameos in so many other different shows and films. Um, and, I mean, he was in uh, some of my favorite stuff in Family Guy was Norma Donald's Death. Uh, oh my gosh! Death that was another family one. Family Guy was just brilliant, and um, uh, and then he played uh, like an uncle in uh, the middle. He was, uh, which completely shocked me. I knew nothing of it, and and we watched the middle every once in a while. And all of a sudden, I saw like Norm Macdonald, uh, and he, he he played there. Most anything that they, they would play put the him dog in, and Doctor Doolittle play the dog. Yep, and then he did uh, uh, what was um, the Blob, the B- Yaffet in uh, in the Orville, <laughs> the Blob Yaffet, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, and people. It's in the, oh Mike Tyson. Oh my goodness! Now Mike Tyson mysteries, which is just a he fought Mike Tyson in the oh no no no, in the Mike Tyson mysteries. Uh, now that show is insanely, uh, 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 what do you call it? Blue in in its material, as is his uh, his character in it. He plays pigeon, which is just basically <laughs> a pigeon uh, who uh, has complete human consciousness, and we don't we don't ever actually I don't think we actually ever find out why, but he's just no I think that's right no it was a, it was a uh, he he was like a curse was put on him. That's what it was. He got a curse put on him. He was, he was switched with a with a pigeon, and uh, so now he's just a pigeon that hangs out there at Mike Tyson's place as they try to solve mysteries. But absolutely hilarious, <laughs> and um, uh, you know. He, uh, anyway, obviously you could go on and on. Um, 
we have. We we, we, we have. You know, we've gone on for over an hour, and it's just it, it's it's such the tip of the iceberg. Um, and there are so many different things we want to kind of uh, zero in on um, for. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm for glad we got to dirty work. There's there's twenty thousand more things in dirty work alone, but there's two other giant things that I'm thinking of. But it's we can't get into them. We got to save them. Well, and the, and the thing is too, because the, fo- the folks at home haven't heard about them, right? And and that, that's and that's the <laughs> thing, months. which is is it's not just it's like it's it's a it's an homage to him. It's paying tribute to him that we're wanting to do. Um, but there but there are so much more than just like oh my gosh, he was really funny. Yeah, but there was just he, he was more than just funny. It was the the when you get somebody who's that smart, who knows, uh, who's got such a great head in their shoulders, um, has great takes on things that are going on, even though he doesn't necessarily want to do that, but you know, though he's not doing, he doesn't do that in his comedic bits very much. It was just when people would genuinely ask him in an interview. And the other thing was he did so many interviews, which we didn't find out until like later, like he's doing all these interviews with like, you know, that's one of the reasons I think we were very hopeful that we potentially could come on our show because we would find them, you know, it's like, oh, look, it's a, somebody posts up something on YouTube. has got like, you know, uh, 2.4 thousand views. And it's just some guy, you know, who's got a podcast somewhere and he's interviewing Norm for like, you know, two hours. And he's talking about all these different things. I'm like, and he's kind of going like, he'll go deep, you know into his what his thoughts on life and God and yep. and you're going holy cow so we were excited about that potential because I'm like look if he's going on all these it was like more than once it was like a handful of time like three or four or five ones that we found and he was a, he was a uh, poker player yes and then I was really into not actually playing poker although I would have been had it have worked out but uh, watching professional poker so those two paths crossed, and that was glorious. I got a <clears> great, <throat> great clip, great clip of that, which is the uh, the uh, the justifiable genocide clip, um, where he's where he's he's with a bunch of people playing poker, like a celebrity poker thing. And, yep. and lots of, lots of celebrity poker things, and he was one of them. Oh my gosh! And um, Kevin Pollock is it was another big one. Oh yeah, yep. Yep, in that in that circle, mm-hmm. celebrity poker circle. Yep, and um, so anyway, I'll we'll we're running over time, but I wanted to we, sh- we shan't quit talking about Norm. Well, this will be the first of uh, of many uh, more um, installments of Norm MacDonald, and um, and we'll focus probably just end up like focusing on specific little points and uh, about him and his life. What he meant to us and what he meant to the to um, the, the world of comedy because it wasn't just you know okay this guy was a great comic um, there are some people who are so unique and so uh, uh, so brilliant that they really have a a, a grand uh, effect on so many people and when you have people as diverse as uh, Letterman Miller um, Seinfeld. And so many of these other people, like, you know, talking about... Dave Chappelle. Chappelle, who was on this last thing, uh, kind of a tribute to yeah. him. Um, 
uh, all talking about the, the absolute brilliance of how much of they I guess loved. They were they were in the movie together. They're screwed. Remember that? That now that now that movie doesn't oh, make sense right. to me at all because I've went back and watched it several times, thinking, "Oh, this has got to be amazing." Right. It's got Dave Chappelle and Norm right. Macdonald. Dave Chappelle and Norm Macdonald. <laughs> and somehow it's not at all even remotely amazing. Yeah, I've never. It's a funny thing. I've never even seen it. I know it exists. That's, that's how good it is. It's, I've and Capitan. Has not even seen I've it. not even seen it. It's that good. But yeah, no, it's, it's it's you know when you have that many people who have that kind of a you know different backgrounds and such uh, uh, you know different takes on stuff, and for them to have that much uh, respect for who this guy was, and people like Letterman, of course, making statements mm-hmm. saying he was really. You know, I think I, his tweet, I think, after he passed, I think was something to the effect of um, Norm was, uh, when it comes to sta- when it comes to stand-up, he was the best in every way that, in every way that's important. In every way yep. that's important, Norm was the best. For a stand-up, not, not as important like we were saying earlier. Right. <laughs> in every way that in every way that comedy. Yes, exactly. Is important. Yep. Or and important to be the, Yes. And I went to go see um Joe Mackey, who is one of my other favorites yes. and way lesser known, and talked to him after the show and told him, Hey, you're my second favorite comedian. And uh it sounds like an insult, but it's not. And he goes, Oh, really? Who's your first favorite? And I said, Norm McDonald. This is before he died. Mm couple years before he died i said norm mcdowell and he, and he said oh he's my favorite too well there you go see so there you go solidifying his place at number two <laughs> yeah, right. like, yeah. Like, yep. just in case you thought that you weren't number two before right well and and of the two of us i'm uh sad to say but it you know you are the one who actually had the chance to see him live whereas and i never did I never got a chance to see. And the thing that I found out since that he died. Now, remember that you could have come to see this one, but you didn't. <laughs> but the, nor- the Norm one? Yeah. That, the one that, but you, the one that you saw Norman was in uh, Nashville, wasn't it? Well, I saw I saw him twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> but what I found out since he died is that uh, I was listening to the Spade podcast with Danny Carvey. Mm. And um, as one does, and one meaning you and I, yes, probably other people too. Uh, and they said that the they did a gig at a casino in Oklahoma, and it was Dennis Miller, David Spade, Norm Macdonald. This is the one that I said, "Come up here and let's go to that." Oh, and uh, I found out on that podcast that that was the last time that Spade and Dennis Miller ever saw Norm Macdonald. Wow, and that's all, and I was at that one. And we're back. You got to punch that one. So you were at. So you were at that one, and that was the last. At that one. That was the last one he did. That was. Well, no, I was. Was that the last one he did, or that was the last time you said that was the, the last time la- they were seen? No, the last one he did, as far as I know, is the okay. last time they ever saw him. They ever those saw him. Guys. Wow. And that's one that you were at. It's the one I was at. Wow. That is nuts. Yep. So I always have that. It's just me and Spade and Miller, you know, of all the things we have in common, which are vast. 
and um and and then I think you even got a I think you even got a photo with him, didn't you? I do have a photo with him, and it was before photos were digital. Mm. So it is somewhere. He was that was at the blockchain actually. It was probably in the blockchain. Well, I'm sure it's gonna be floating around there. <laughs> sure it's gonna it's be floating N- around there. It's somewhere. an NFT somewhere. <laughs> that is for sure and for certain. Anywho, well, um, plenty more to come, but we are um, we are um, honored to be able to honor someone so amazing, and uh, want to say thank you to Norm McDonald for bringing so much uh, laughter and light into our lives. I know I can say that for myself for sure, and and um, I mean the effects that uh, Norm McDonald has had on the blockchain, or it's just you can't even. You can't even calculate it. It's just incalculable. Incalculable. Yep. But, but there is a record of it. There's a record of it, of course. But it's just, you know, it's, 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 it's incalculable. Um, yeah. It's not even fungible. <laughs> it is non-fungible. That's what it is. Believe, believe, believe me. Anyway, uh, so uh, anyway, thank you all for uh, joining us here on the first of many, <laughs> first of many, but the official uh, official Norm tribute show. And, um, and the good news is we're in the golden age of celebrities dying, so <laughs> we may not even be able to do. Oh, yeah. I mean. Uh, I mean we're, there's going to be so many we've already lost. Who have we lost off of our list? Well, we had so many people. Jor- that we, yeah. Jordan Maxwell. Jordan Maxwell. Bob Saget. Rob Skiba. Bob Saget. Yep. Rob Skiba. Bob Saget. Um did we have God? Gilbert, didn't we Gilbert. have God free down there as well? Yeah, well, we put him on posthumously. Yeah, we put him <laughs> after he after, after he, he died, passed. We said, let's let's throw him on. Let's there. go ahead and put him on there. Not like I wouldn't have wanted to speak with Gilbert Gottfried. It's just, you know, you just you don't know if it. Uh, I mean, who will say was... what? Who will say what and say yes? So you got to go with whatever you. If you're the gonna if you're gonna make the hell Mary, <laughs> I mean, he was he was Iago. Come on. <laughs> So you know you got to uh, if you're, if you're going to go for a hail mary you got to go for uh, you got to go for the the, the the you know whoever you whoever you can the biggest one you can for us was was Norm so we had like okay we got to get Norm on there and uh, and uh, so I get in the whole the whole kitten caboodle so many I've lost but yeah hopefully it won't be uh, hopefully it won't be that long hopefully we can get Dave Coulier that's right John Stamos we can get the rest of uh, yeah. We can make this house even, even fuller. If we can get, if we can get uh, John Stamos and the rest of the Beach Boys. Yes. <laughs> how, how that makes any sense? I have no idea. Come on. Between come on. between between the Beach Boys and Don Rickles. What in the world? Anyway, um, anyway, folks. Don't forget to remember not to forget we can't continue this broadcast without your financial support while continuing to be unvaccinated continually. So be sure to visit us at whatthehshow where you can find all the options to contribute to the What the H Show mode. And remember, you can't comply your way out of bondage. So stop it. <laughs> Non-compliance is the only path to victory. Fare thee well. Well, Rick. <laughs>